0: I look real good today. 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 Jumping at the mother Bentley. Keep rolling in a
1: Welcome to another episode of Inside the Nest, or whatever we're calling it these days. Um, tonight we have a special guest, Matt Vegley of the Monroe County Tribe Organization. Uh, we're gonna find out a little bit about uh, what the tribe does and how many teams he has and all that kind of stuff um, Matt welcome to the welcome to the
0: show thanks for having me guys
1: uh, how many teams and uh, how long have you been uh, well first of all yeah let's start with there how long have you been uh, in uh, in existence
0: seven years seven years old now team wise uh, last year we had 15 we just finished up with tryouts uh last couple weeks i think this year we've lost a couple of kids aging out and bringing some new ones in i think we're at 12 teams boys and two team girls softball teams
1: so this all started out with your son dom uh wanting to play ball with his cousins and his friends uh he had played with some bigger organizations and uh didn't really like the feel of the, the big-time select ball teams and uh, just kind of wanted to play ball with his buddies.
0: Yeah, uh, it kind of came from being a three-sport athlete. And uh, the time that a lot of these bigger clubs want, they want 12-months review of baseball, baseball, baseball. Uh, and at a young age, uh, he wanted to play all the sports. He was a big-time football kid too. Uh, played basketball and time consumed with baseball, like, so it didn't work for us and our family. So we tried creating Tribe like, basically with <laughs> those guidelines of letting kids be able to play three sports or whatever sports they want, but uh, play at a competitive level, uh, let families have their summertime and not, all their weekends, not give up 12, 14 weekends and ball every weekend, but play at a high level. Give them some time to have let families be families and let kids play other sports.
1: Now your name is Tribe, and I know you have expressed to me that uh, and and others that uh, Tribe is part of being a family, but uh, you really focus on being a tribe. I mean, you are are very very focused on. Um, I mean, like at tryouts. I mean, kids that have graduated, kids that have played other teams, uh, they come back and they help you with tryouts, and you are very, very family-focused.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's the only way we get it done. A lot of families, uh, multiple ages of of families, uh, older kids, their younger sons, uh, sisters, like we have it all the way through. Uh, It's great seeing like the older boys, they come back, they got to do these community service hours anyway for like high school it works out awesome like the, the big 16 year old kid comes uh throwing soft toss and, and setting balls on tees for these eight-year-olds i think they love it and i think it's good for the the, the older boys they, they liked it when they were little so they, they love doing it and giving it back yeah, yeah
2: absolutely I, I feel like i can't go around town right now without seeing either a tribe sticker a tribe shirt a tribe hat something going on something to tribe. i mean, it just seems like it is this giant community it has overwhelmed Minor County, and it just, it's just—it's awesome to see, you know, like you, like TJ said, it's this giant family, you know, it, it is a giant tribe, and it just, it's just—it's a really cool thing to see.
0: Yeah, uh, nothing I ever planned. I had three kids, and I thought like, maybe if this ended up, I had three teens, you know, and my kids were just gonna play some ball, and it, it would work for my friends and and their friends, and uh, and it just grew and grew and grew, like it turned into stuff uh, that I never had thought of. Uh, it takes a lot of help. There's a lot of people who have stepped up. Like, I'm I'm not a computer wizard, you know, so when it comes to sign-ups and online registration and things like that, like, I, I had to reach out and people with, I think, just a nephew involved and a nephew already graduated or, or, you know, through the program, still sitting around and, and helping and doing it for nothing, volunteering. And uh, that's what helps, like, our costs as far as keeping them down and, and being able to to even have a chance to take on the big teams, you know, being cheaper than them is everything's pretty much 100% volunteer.
2: Yeah. What what ages are all your teams at right now?
0: 8U uh, through 14U, and, and one, I guess next year we'll have a 17U. So it'll be 8 through 14 with a 17U team for boys.
1: And, you know, a lot of these bigger clubs that have 30, 40 teams under them. I mean, with you being a very – it's kind of like a mom-and-pop organization. I mean, but you guys get the looks and the, um, the scouts just as much as some of these bigger organizations. I mean, you know, you have a reputation of, of kind of clearing house with the, uh, the, the regular leagues. Um, you guys do very well with the tournaments um and for just you kind of you know being a garage band you know to be able to uh kind of clean house like that it's it 's impressive
0: uh, yeah i i think there's there 's the growing part of kids still want to be kids and play all the sports, so we do start as it, as it 's growing we 're getting more and more of those athletes that still want to be athletes in three sports and come out and uh I think some of the older boys have proved, like, you can still go to school. I, I think our last year 17U uh, team, I would say, like, I think five kids, four or five kids that have played with us through the summer all are going somewhere to play college baseball, and at least, I mean, which is yeah. awesome. So it's a big start. People start looking at it, and we never dreamed of that in the day. We just looked at, like, trying to play summer ball and play these competitive tournaments and, you know, and keep prices cheap and not, you know blower wallets all summer long you know with it
1: yeah and and you guys have as good a coaching as some of these uh, teams that are two or three times the price I mean you uh, have your winter warm-ups you have your your uh, you know I mean you start what January 4th usually the first uh, first week of January and and you go all the way until the season starts and uh, I mean you have just as good a coaching as as teams that you have to pay two or three times the price.
0: Yeah, we're lucky with a lot of the, everybody wants to say we got dads, you know, out there coaching, but a lot of our dads are all all old uh, ex-college baseball players, you know, so it works out. Guys that have played, been around a little bit, and uh, we vet the coaches, you know, a little bit, 8U maybe, 9U, maybe not so much, but looking for, you know, the right thing. But as they get older and stuff, you know, find the right guy to be there to, to push them along. Like our winter warm-up, uh, that starts in January. We, we bring a couple of college guys in for sure every time and, and blend up the coaches and all that so the kids don't get burnout from the same old guy for eight months worth of practicing. Like coaches kind of switch and it's kind of fun. Like you might coach 10U baseball and next thing you know you got some 15 year olds or 14 year olds you're coaching. So it changes like how you do things. And if, if the opposite way, like you're coaching 15 year olds and you forget what it was like to how to. Try getting a ten-year-old to understand something, uh, how to translate, get them to go there, speak their language, and get them. So, like, sometimes it helps you. You're like, man, that maybe uh, today working with them ten-year-olds, I figured out a different way. Maybe I'll approach some of these older kids with with that line that I can't get in their head. You know, that I got them to understand.
1: But at the same time, those ten-year-olds watching the sixteen-year-olds or the fifteen-year-olds practicing and watching how they do it. I mean it. I mean, being there at numerous winter warm-ups or practices. I mean, you can see the excitement in their eyes or, or the the awe in their eyes. I guess of of how some of the big boys do the stuff.
0: Yeah, the, for sure. When are the nine or ten U kid, and you come up and you you got fifteen U coach coming over there, like you feel like you got the major league, you know, a manager up there. They're like, oh my gosh, one day, one day I might get there. You know, so th- these kids are floored, you know, by it. They. They give the extra effort, I mean it's fun. It really is. Now, Matt, are you are you still coaching a team? Yes, I still coach the the older boys, uh, the 15U, or I guess now the 17U, and uh, which next year I'll have a 14U team also that I'll still be coaching, hands on. So how do you how do you differentiate? Because
2: obviously, each at that age, every year. I mean, these kids are developing at a different level. They're understanding at a different level. How do you differentiate between, say, one of your younger groups between your older groups? How do you have a different coaching style between those two?
0: Uh, You have third base and first base coach, assistant (laughs) coaches help you. Uh, Because it is tough. You you get off the field with 90-foot bases, and the next thing you know, you're at 70-foot bases, and a pass ball isn't a guarantee. You know, at at 90 feet anymore, you know, it's the opposite, you know, way. The the backstop's there. 70 foot, the kid can get there right away. At at 90 feet, like, mm, not so much. You might get a kid thrown out here and there. So you got to separate yourself sometimes from it until until you get used to it or you're there all weekend and you watch the field a little bit and you're you're still with the younger guys and understand, like, what they can do as far as pushing bases. Uh, Older kids, you know, are running the bases kind of looking for you to – tell them to come to the next base on base running and stuff. And the younger guys, they might still be watching the play. They're not watching you and trying to get communicate with them. It, it's a total different thing, but, uh, assistant coaches, that's, that's the answer to that. Having those guys that are always there with them every day. If you didn't have those assistants helping you, uh, to do the daily work as I bounce back and forth, like it would be a wreck for me to, to do it.
1: You know, I, I, we you, I helped with tryouts the other night at the uh, younger guys. And, uh, you know, there were probably seven or eight kids from the, that, that all had tribe uniforms and uh, others that had uh, other team-type uniforms. And it was amazing to me. I mean, I, you know, I take it for granted of, of what the tribe has, has taught my kids. But uh, to see just the knowledge and the – it's not so much the athletic ability, but to see – how the kids acted that were in tribe uniforms as opposed to the other uniforms. I mean, it was a completely different ball game. I mean, for it to be nothing but a bunch of dads coaching, it really stood out. I mean, you could tell what kids were tribe kids and what weren't. And I, and I know, you know, I, I I take it for granted to, uh, that we've been a part of it for so long, but I mean, how, how can you explain that? I mean, I, I, maybe you can't, but, I mean, you know, you're not all baseball geniuses, but how, how do you explain how when a Tribe team walks into a, a, a tournament, I mean, a lot of times, numer- I mean, you know, I, your your wife Kylie the other day, she on her phone popped up, I think Tribe teams won seven out of seven games. I mean, how what what makes the Tribe better for being such a small organization?
0: Uh, dedication. I don't – I mean, coaching-wise, I think we all got similar beliefs and we, we all kind of think it – fundamentals. Just break down fundamentals. Don't worry about the rest of it. Fundamentals, fundamentals. Trust the trust the process. Uh, and The kids as they get older, you know, as long as they have the fundamentals. We play a lot of teams that you can tell that I'd say do a lot of cage practice, right? They hit, they hit, they hit, they hit. But I, I don't know how much they ever get on the field, how much live game – Situational work they do outside, just hitting in a cage every day, or maybe pitching lessons, you know. So like running the bases, bunting and running, you know, bunting steel compared to just bunting. Like some of those teams, like we push it. We, we like the old school, old school Cardinals, man. You know, run the bases, steal bases, lay down bunts. You know, a lot of paleases nowadays are all worried about uh, max velo, you know, and stuff like that. Like what is what is their velos hitting the ball and stuff. Uh, I think ours is like the old school batting average fundamental uh button run take advantage of what people don't know
2: yeah i I definitely there's something to be said for that old school way of playing i mean that's for every sport i mean my dad he coached basketball for 35 years and he had that old school mentality i've coached volleyball for eight years now old school mentality i mean when you play go back to the basics fundamentals above everything else i think that's when you succeed in. These these tribe kids, I think not only that, but like we talked earlier with that family vibe part of it. I mean, these kids know each other, they love each other. I mean, that is, that's something to be said about where when you love the person next to you and you love your team and you love your coaches, I mean you're just going to excel. And I think that's why tribe excels so much is you start at such a young age, you're playing with these kids year after year after year. I think that's where it all builds upon is you have a family you're playing with these fundamentals i mean it's just all these things built upon each other and it's it's really something else to see
1: so matt what uh what's your long goal i mean how i mean when xavier you know when he graduates high school i mean are you gonna keep going are you gonna uh you know stay with it what, what's your long long-term plans yeah, I know. I mean, that's a tough question.
0: It is. I mean, I, we're a long way. to I mean, we're five years away. It's still five years out. Uh see where we grow. Hopefully, we can grow into something. Uh, as far as how long, I, I mean, I got nieces and nephews, so who knows? You know, once I get them through where they're at, I, it is tough. I mean, you, you like doing it. Uh, let's go this year. Uh, right now, I'm still searching. Uh, we got some 8U kids coming in. Uh, I think I got like nine of them already, but I don't have a full-time coach yet. No dad wants to step up. But we've done it before where I just kind of come in, we run through winter warm-up, run the coach and coach the little guys a little bit, get some dads comfortable with uh, doing the job and understanding, like, the commitment and all that. Like, you need five, six kids to coach or five, six parents or somebody coaches to coach those little guys at 8 you. There's just too many of them. They're crazy. They run around, you know, keep that attention span. Like, if you think you're going to be the one guy, the one coach, like, you don't have to worry about that. You, do, you need a few dads to be in there to give a hand, you know. So now here I am, you know, back in my older kids or Dom's gone and Mason's at that age where they just play from June to end of July because they got high school ball. So I just got X, you know. I'm used to coaching basically those three teams and, and now it's just basically one team all spring. So I was like, you know, I guess if it comes out and I don't find a coach after doing winter warm-up and, and, and trying to find a dad and groom a dad to take over – like, I guess maybe I'll just do it again. It's fun when you're out there for a while, you know, doing it with the little guys. You you remember back in the day when the kids were doing it, and you start laughing, you know, like, oh, gosh, I remember this day. It was frustrating then, but going through the second time, it's like, you know what to expect.
1: Now, will you be able to pull back and and and, and you not expect as much from the 8-year-olds as you do from the 16-, 17-year-olds? I mean, are you going to be able to, you know, hey, you know.
0: I think so. There's a big enough difference with the eights, you know. Like when you're when you're talking sixteens and go down to the thirteens, like it is tough some days. And we got some pretty good thirteen, fourteen year old kids throwing the ball, so it's like you kind of do expect it because they're throwing the ball pretty well. And but the eight, u like when that kid's running and he don't even know which base to go to next, it it slows you down real quick, and, and you start re- realizing the patience you need to have.
1: So we have our first. Uh... Major League draft, E, in Dom Vagley, from the tribe, um, but we do have two from last year. What four or five from this year, or you know this year? All going to different D1 junior college uh, schools. I mean, uh, you have to feel pretty damn proud of the effect that you have had on some of these
0: kids. Yeah, I mean it's. Like I said, I never expected it to happen that way. It is, but the coolest part is those kids coming back to help. Uh, That's the coolest.
2: Yep, absolutely. I would like to get a little bit more into that and more into Dom here in a second. But before we do that, let's get into our producer's pick cocktail for the week and also get into our sponsors. Quick commercial break here for a second. While our producer is getting our cocktails ready to go, so TJ, why don't you tell us for our prospective sponsors for this week? What do you got? What can we? What sponsors can we get this week?
1: Well, Colin, um, as usual, uh, for me being the short fat guy, um, Five Guys Burgers would be nice for me, and uh, you know, a nice uh, a skirt, mini skirt uh, combination for you would be uh, perfect. Um, you know, I don't. I we're looking for sponsors. I, I, I don't really know
3: what uh, what to expect yet. Um, I would... Okay. I would. I mean, I have a, a pretty solid one that the, the the Facebook people of the Colombians would love. What's that, Josh? Freddy's. Freddy's. Freddy. Yes. Columbia
1: loves Freddy's. Um, they're expecting a Freddy's anytime soon. I mean, if you just are a member of the Colombians' Facebook page, um, either that or... Uh, uh, I mean, the good
3: standby, as always, is Bud Light for Colin.
1: Yes. Bud Light. Bud Light for Colin for obvious reasons. Um... Colin has a nice attire today. Um, is that a rainbow shirt? I can't really tell what that is, but uh, it's whatever. It's, it's absolutely a rainbow
2: shirt this week. Uh, we got to switch it up, different bright colors every single week. Rainbow shirt this week, got to support Bud Light all the way. Okay. Uh, for our, right. our producers pick cocktails
3: week, Josh, what do we have for our cocktail? Well, uh, boys, I, I went kind of lazy. I was racking my brain all week trying to figure out what are we doing for cocktails. Uh, so... I've been diving into ranch water lately, like different brands of ranch water. Uh, lo- normally, I'm a Lone River kind of guy. Big, big fan of the Lone River ranch waters. Mm, that's good. Uh, this week, we are rocking Topo Chico ranch water. And I got to say, man, I'm a huge fan of this one.
2: It's, it's <laughs> not bad. I, I think I'd rather have the uh, actual mixed drink ranch water instead of out of a can. But you know what? See, that's odd, con, because usually I think of you as taking in the can. You know, you you got me there, TJ. I mean, anything out of the can, I'm I'm all about. You know, taking it, receiving it. That's me all the way. All right, get into it, Matt. What do you think about that ranch water?
0: <laughs> refreshing on a
2: hot day. There you go, <laughs> refreshing on a hot day. All right, so now that we're getting these cocktails. Let let's take a second here and let's start into start talking about Dom here. I think he is, as far as I believe, he is the first draft pick that we've had out of Columbia out of high school for a very, very long time. The last one that I can remember is Josh Miller from 2007. I mean, you've got to be a proud parent, proud dad of that. You know, what are you thinking right now?
0: I don't know. I'm pretty proud. Uh, It's tough. Like him, like, you hope, you hope, you hope, you hope, you know, and then people tell you and you're like, yeah, whatever, we'll see when it happens. And then, like, it happens. You're like. I don't know. You, you don't know what to think. You're almost taking it an all, and like people told you, like, oh, I told you it could happen, and, yeah, just lost for words in it.
1: <laughs> well, the thing about Dom is, you know, he is, honest to God, been a freak of nature um, since I can remember. But it's
3: it's not even about the physical ability. Well, TJ, I just mean, such you gotta, a you got to look at the specimen that his dad is. Right. I right. mean, this dude's calves are bigger than my head. Right.
1: Trust me, I have heard that the physical ability comes from his mother, not from his father. No offense, Matt. But it it is. uh, he is, honest to God, might be the nicest kid I've ever met. And, you know, there are a whole lot of kids in the area, you know, in the post-dispatch, the Riverfront Times, whatever. And I don't know if I've ever seen a community wrap around a kid as much as I've seen them wrap around Don. And I think that has more to do with the person that he is than, than the athlete he is. I really I really believe that. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we, we see time and time again
2: that I mean, this kid is great. This kid is, you know, whatever, every single year. The newspaper comes out with their player of the week, their player of the year. You know, it is what it is. You know, nobody really cares. And then you have a kid like Dom who is, like T.J. said, just the nicest kid. He's humble. You talk about anything, professional baseball, going to a D one playing baseball, it's yeah. Okay. You know, I try my best, you know, it's the kid is humble. He's not there to brag about himself. I mean, that's what sets him above everybody else. It's just his, his attitude, honestly.
1: Oh, what, what part of that uh, do you, what, what do you have to to, uh, you know, what part of that did, I mean, honestly, the, 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 you know, down to earth, uh, you know, between you and Kylie, I mean, what, what, how do you explain that? I mean, what 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 do you think? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, why do you think Dom didn't get a big head? I mean, because honestly, I mean, he's known that he has been a stud in football, baseball, basketball, track, you know. I mean, honestly, since he's been 10 years old. I mean, and he's always been just humble and a
0: nice kid. I think he just likes playing. <laughs> I think uh, the the sports, the, the camaraderie, I guess, would be the word I'm looking at. Is, is hanging out with the guys. Like, when you talk to him and stuff, uh, as far as playing ball and all that, like, he's the first to give somebody else the compliment of it. Uh, I, I think he understands the total word of team, team sport, you know, and uh, he knows he can't do anything without someone else. Uh, he He's always going that route. He always talks about it. Uh, he's one of them guys that, like, I guess, like we were saying, like, can't believe he got drafted, you know, like he's a disbeliever in, in himself too, so I don't think, like, You always just think, thought people would just kind of schmoozing him over, tell him how good. He's like, ah, whatever, you know. You know, I'm a little bit better maybe that kid or whatever. But, like, I didn't go 4 for 4 today and hit that home run, you know. That kid hit the triple. I just ran and scored, you know. So, like, I don't think he ever got big on himself with any of that stuff. I I think he's played for a bunch of different teams, always just tried getting along with the guys that he's been on the team with, you know, and that's what he was more worried of, like, Having buddies, being friends, and and playing at ICS, going to the public school afterwards, you know, and trying to fit in, you know, and find his spot. And I don't think he ever wanted to overshadow anybody and, and like push that off to gather friends, you know.
1: No, I know you were an elite athlete yourself when you were younger. Oh, maybe maybe the elite's a little strong.
0: Maybe it's mom. <laughs> you were
1: pretty, yeah, okay, but for instance, like you know the. Uh, um, Alton Marquette gamer is that who it was when he hit the, the walk off home run? No, the, is that Alton Marquette? Okay, yeah, first round. Region. So what? He never seems to freeze or tense up during those moments. I, I don't mean, know. You got to ask him. About
0: I, that. It's unbelievable. I, I mean, I, I would have swung <laughs> and missed three times.
1: Yeah, I mean, honestly, I mean, it's it. the the, the bigger the game the more relaxed he seems. I mean, you know, during the uh, uh, second or the semifinal game against DuPaul, Chicago DePaul, whatever. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, when my son went out to, to catch him, I mean, Dom said, hey, this is our last time catching together. It didn't even register in Brennan's head. I mean, he didn't even think about it. And then until after the game. And, you know, I mean, it was a huge deal. But, I mean, for him to know that going into it and then still be able to go out there and pitch a masterpiece, I mean, I, I don't know how. I mean, he has never folded under pressure. I, I don't know how how that happens. I mean, it's unbelievable. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's go ahead and get Kylie on the phone and see if she knows. <laughs> no, I mean, it really is. I mean, that that's the difference to me in someone that is going to excel at the higher level than, you know, I mean, there, there's plenty of skill and arms and all that kind of stuff. I mean, there's kids that got drafted ahead of him that are throw three or four miles an hour, before, uh, you know, more than him. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I just think I, I have the utmost respect for him, and I think his future is brighter than any kid I've ever met. I can't wait to see
2: yep absolutely um let's move on to the next section here what we got going here is the ask terry producer josh what do you have
3: this week for (laughs) ask terry so uh terry um once again uh this one comes directly through facebook and uh it says dear tj Remember that time we had in Tijuana together? Oh, nope. Sorry. Next message. Um, It says. I had uh, no idea that you were a male, first of all. It says. I did not. I was totally, totally drunk. Tequila does an amazing thing. TJ, that wasn't the.
1: Oh, sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. uh, it. It 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 it. says
3: if, if you had a time machine, what would you go back and prevent? Or who would you go back and prevent? I don't know if I would prevent anything. I would go back and I would rewind
1: and I would probably watch my kids grow up again, to be honest with you. I don't know if I would prevent anything. I mean, Matt, you're probably the same boat.
0: Yeah, I'd probably, it's a, (laughs) that's a good point. There's a lot of stuff that they probably did and like you go through it, it goes by so fast, like, rewinding and like, you know what, I want to pay attention to that part that I I think I missed. Yeah. I want to see that part, like. That's good enough for me too. Yeah, I don't have.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I mean, prevents kind of a strange word, but I don't know who's who's the who's the texture on that. Seymour Bottoms. Uh, it is uh, uh, Carl Stevens. Carl Stevens, yeah. Well, Mr. Stevens, yeah. It's a great question, but I I, I mean honestly, um, I don't think I would change a thing. I would rewind and just kind of watch it all in slow motion.
2: Well, now that everybody's crying in our studio right now, just tears falling down. Producer Josh can't even keep his eyes open. He's crying so much. Uh, that's all we got for this week's episode. I really appreciate, Matt, you coming on, you talking to us, talking about Tribe, talking about everything, and giving your opinion of everything. I, I really appreciate it. You know, hopefully we got more guests to come in the future that are willing to talk about themselves. If you guys any other suggestions like we talked about, bring them on, let us know. Um, TJ? Go ahead and play us out.